Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey. It's a beautiful day. Welcome back to another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. My name is Dan Leonard. Hi, Dan. And, join- <laughs> and joining me this week in the studio is Jess Evans. Hello. Heather Strait. Hey. And Mr. Jeff Williams. Hi, folks. Hi, Jeff. Our show, as always, is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. <sighs> boy, oh boy, we've got a stack of news to get through. It's been a day. Yeah, we had some pleasant surprises this morning as we... Oh, we did? we're recording. Uh, let's go ahead and get started with the big news that everyone's really excited about is the Genie Plus system has gone so to dynamic excited. pricing. Hmm. Now it will vary about how much I will not pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the I, I like phrasing it though. It's gone to dynamic pricing, not they raise the price, y'all. It's dynamic. <laughs> they can raise it and they can lower it and they can raise it again. Although I wasn't surprised by this at all. Yeah. It's hopefully I'm a going surprised to, that they just dropped it one morning unbeknownst. In the middle of the fall timing's break. weird. Yeah. 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 A little heads up to those currently on site or planning might have been nice. Yes, but I think it was an expected step forward. We saw them make the one step to try and make the system at Walt Disney World, anyway, work a little better by not allowing pre-purchasing because just everyone was buying it. So then they went to, you can't buy it until you're in the parks. And now they're varying the price based on demand, really. So they have said already that the price will fluctuate in the month of October from anywhere from $15 per person per day up to $22 per person per day. And if I were the betting type, I'd say Christmas, the week between Christmas and New Year's, we're going to see higher than $22 introduce per person news, per day. Even more dynamic prices. <laughs> yes. But that already today we saw some reports that today, October the 11th, was the $22. Yes, we did see some folks Although were paying it that. It seems like they dynamitized it during the day itself. So didn't we see comments that some people had paid 15 while others had paid 22 Like throughout yes. the very early in the day, people were checking it and it was 15 and then people started having to pay 22 so it seems so like it was. Will Makes sense. Happen. Yeah. Makes sense. The more they sell, yeah. jack the price up. When you're buying tickets for an aeroplane, 
The more yeah. the plane fills, the more you're going to pay. And uh, the return on investment doesn't change with airplanes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the That's way so yeah. this is an interesting thing. We got to see why they're raising the price in hopes that fewer people buy it so it doesn't. So the reward is still there. Yes. But they are selling, as they sell more of these, the value you pay goes more, down. but the value goes down because yeah. more people are trying to use it. So you're buying and a less You're paying like $30 for a, a fast pass for It's a Small World because everything else is gone. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of, what is the high? I guess it's a high of 22 and a low of 15. It yeah. feels they're trying to see exactly how high they can go, what people will pay. Yeah. And then maybe at that point, they have to start limiting how many they sell. If it still isn't fixing the problem of too many people being in the lightning lanes. Yeah. I thought that was the idea of what they were supposedly doing when they stopped selling them ahead of time. Yeah, that's what we thought. And sell. then the first, this first step now, instead of doing that, they've just gone to dynamic well, pricing. Well, it turns out that the stopping ahead of time, I think, was really just so that they can raise it whenever they want. And yes, Johnny can't complain or whatever. My friend got it for 15. Yeah, or- now you can still, in Disneyland, purchase it in advance. And the price went up a lot. It went up yeah. to $25 per person per day. And that's if you buy it in advance. And then they said, if you don't purchase it in advance, they will be fluctuating it with dynamic pricing for those who buy it on site. Was it 15 before or 20 at Disneyland? I think it had gone up to 20. Yeah, it was more at Disneyland, wasn't it? It was, I believe it was was $20 per person per day already. And now it's 25. Which is still more than the highest version at disney world but i gotta yes. say that a couple of times we've used it at disneyland it works way better out there. works great because the locals are just there to show off their cool vests they don't want to ride yes. anything anyway so they're not buying it <laughs> yeah i mean to be honest when we very and june and when kendra was there last month it actually worked pretty well for her i think it depends on just your luck and what you're looking for and what you're hoping to accomplish if you're looking to make those picks the basis of your whole day then you're out of luck. yeah you, just, you gotta it's like with dining to me you just have to be flexible on what you do or want to do or are willing to do it if you're just hell-bent to ride that one special ride you probably aren't <laughs> it's really looking to me like it's time for people to return to the traditional touring plans and other types of strategies about how to manage wait times how to manage the parks when to go Personally, I think this is doing travel advisors who specialize in Disney some big favors because their advice is back to being invaluable, especially if you can't afford Genie Plus for every member of your family every day of your trip. You've got to have other strategies and they exist and there are ways to manage wait times and figure out what to do in line. And the standby lines haven't been terrible recently, really. Even with the crowds, they're managing the crowds a bit with park reservations, even though it is still busy. But I haven't seen outrageous standby lines in a while. People freak out on the crowds. It's like it was already really too crowded. Yeah. And I haven't been seeing the the four-hour lines for flight of passage and things like that in a while. 
Disneyland's been having an uptick. Like just I've seen on Reddit, just countless photos recently of super long lightning lane lines for them. But that has to do a lot with their holiday overlays being yeah. recently popped out. And they all love to come out for that. So that's all their own fault. Yeah, it'll be, how true. dare they be so great? <laughs> <laughs> People want to see what they have. Yeah. <laughs> they should do like Disney World and just make everything very mediocre and <laughs> manage those crowds. <laughs> and honestly, you can still get a lot done with the individual lightning lanes for those really big ticket attractions. Maybe spend your money there purchasing Guardians of the Galaxy or those and then figure or, out some other strategies for handling the other line you can get a lot done without having to spend a dime too mm-hmm. that's yeah. true like you said the weights aren't bad be flexible it's a theme park you're going to wait so yes. just accept that nobody's getting out without being on cue i still love the individual lightning lane purchases like we we use those all the time and those are great because they yeah. work and they yep. use it for what you need and then plan your way around everything else. And those are always the biggest rides anyway. So I like those. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Be and flexible. They added web slingers is no longer an individual lightning lane purchase out at Disneyland. It's been lumped in with the others. I wouldn't pay a buck for that ride. It sucks. They don't have as many individual lightning lane attractions out there. No. Oh, yeah. Is there anything left at California Adventure that's on that? Is it Incredicoaster? No, I think Incredicoaster, maybe, I think it might only be Mission Breakout. Yeah, probably, it's probably only Rise over at Disneyland. I don't I know think, what their ILLs are. I think it are. is. Yeah. That and the shooting gallery. <laughs> the shooting gallery. <laughs> Dan's looking it up. I swear they have yeah. one for DCA, yeah. They, I'm, I'm not up the page. Individual lightning lane. This is going great. You know what? Radiator Springs Racers is the ILL. Uh, yeah, that one's still pretty. Yeah. Tons. Yeah. We That's paid for it when too. we were there. I love that dang ride. It's and it's rise. At- <laughs> yeah, so it is just, just those two. That's And you're only, you're allowed two per day, so you can get both of those rides. Yeah. And not and car need the sure Plus. is easy out there. It sure is. Yes, sir. We had some other nice surprises this morning, too. Yeah, that wasn't uh, the only price increase. No, yeah. And I was surprised to see a second price increase for food and beverage in one year. Yeah. They already jacked the prices. I'm not uh, surprised by late that. Late winter. Yeah, usually it seems like it's about once a year, right about the time that they lift, raise... Just because of if you've been Ticket to the grocery store lately, it's oh yeah, yeah. there's the redonk. Yeah, yeah. I bought ground turkey yesterday. It was nine bucks a pound. Like what? And there's apparently a turkey shortage now. So yeah, but ground turkey is still the value option instead of getting ground beef. Holy crap! Nine dollars a pound. There's a turkey shortage now. What? Yeah. Oh, Whoa. Boy. Wow. And I got a two pound package for ten bucks. It's so short. That was because the only thing, literally only thing in there was like the homestead, hand-fed, whatever. Oh, you know, Talking thing. turkey, organic, the turkey organic podcast. turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that our meat case had a lot more like bison and exotic meats to fill in the space, usually kept by the, the cheap hamburger, the 75 Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Time to start eating weird animals. (laughs) Hell yeah. I'm down for a weird animal. Yeah. Alcoholic drink prizes. This is where it's really going to hit Jeff in the pocketbook. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Single glass beverages are, have gone up by a buck. Bottles of wine have gone up by four to five dollars. Yeah, I saw that it, just alcohol in general is like between 50 cents and five dollars. Yeah, some of the drinks going depending up. Depending on what it was. There was like a drink at Blizzard Beach or something that went up by three dollars. I was like, yeah. what, what are y'all putting it in a jug? Because I don't. <laughs> yeah. What's the upgrade for me? <laughs> If it's not a um, Long Island iced tea where it's just pure liquor, then I'm not too happy about it. I'm not going to drink anymore at that uh, Disney. <laughs> or any less. I'm going to drink just the same. <laughs> refillable resort mugs went up to $21.99. And we noticed, I didn't really pay attention because we don't really buy them, but man, those things keep on getting skinnier and skinnier. Yeah. And <laughs> going are, up in price. Yeah. Oh, they are yeah. It's tidy. like the cereal box method where they it looks the same from the front, but it's like a half inch thick. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, crafty. What were they? 19? Uh, yeah, I think so. 1899. Yeah. 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 Um, Savi's workshop. Savi's got up a hefty to 249. Yeah. Droids it went, went up, up 50 bucks. 50 bucks. No. It had already gone up to 219. Oh, that's right. yeah. yeah. They need to add more pieces for the options for that if they're going to do that. This is one spot where I can see where they're going. They're going with weekend. Yeah, they're made them, out so of mostly to, turkey. But, so, of course, they would. <laughs> has had major supply issues all year it's not unusual to go and find four or five pieces not available at any given time so maybe this will help cut down on it won't but I'm no, really now you tired can pay fifty dollars the- more for the same yeah. crappy selection right? i'm really yeah. tired of the supply chain issues the weird thing about supply chain issues is they don't seem to be feeling them equally across the board. Near us, there's certain grocery stores who are claiming supply chain issues that <laughs> other stores aren't having an yes. issue with. It's a little weird. Well, Talking about you, Meyer. <laughs> F you freaking Meyer. The Droid Depot also went up. The Droid Dep- from, Depot went up from $99 to $120 for those. That's, yeah. that's yeah, that's where I'm like, no. That one, I had one of those and I was, wasn't worth 50 Yeah. yeah I, I was wary about doing it for 100 I just did it because I can't help myself. But uh, that's, <laughs> yeah, <I know>. Same. <laughs> but that's a lot, man. That's And they're, they're just radio-controlled little plastic. You can yeah, get the same kind really of tech. Yeah, they don't really do much. Yeah, like Target sells... Little robots that do basically the same things. Yes. Yes, but can you handpick the pieces? Yeah. yeah but they've yeah. got RFID chips and they chirp in different ways. Yeah. In Galaxy's Edge, you are. That's true. Yeah. Mine freaks the cat out. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's what, what ours, my little BB-8 yeah. was good for back yep. in the day. I'm trying to think. I know that. I see. Anything else went up? I'm sure there's other things that went up, right? I, Those I think, were the things that I really noticed was after the Genie Plus was the yeah. Savvy's and the Droid Depot. Mm-hmm. I Everything had to at Disneyland went up. Parking, I was going to say, parking went up at Disneyland. Yeah. They had a ticket price increase parks. at Disneyland yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 So there, I mean, I think they're really hitting them hard to get as many of those straggling AP regular locals to stop coming as they can. Yeah. They're, 
that was it was a pretty hard here's all of the increases we're giving you guys all at once yeah and we've already increased the annual passes and all that so it's they're really trying to clear it out and just make it so that it's more of a vacation destination like disney world is yeah that's tough which i get there's more money in that but that's just sad for the locals that have grown up it's multiple been around generations for, just going forever yeah when it's been yeah. around for as long as it has as an institution like that it's I feel for those fans because I've always wanted Absolutely. to be one of them that, that was able yeah. to grow up going to that. I wanted to. And now to, it's also quickly basically being scraped away from them. Sorry, yeah, guys. I get it. This isn't on, this is on my outline, but I would just got distracted by this clicking around this news site. Porn. Uh, we missed this last week. Did y'all see that they're changing the pirate rooms at Caribbean beach? Yes. Oh yeah. We Under the sea theme, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It says that it's going to fit more people. Yeah, because so those, those pirate-shaped beds. beds were not good for tall people. They're not good no, for people and... with knees. Like, <laughs> tripping on those things right. is very easy to do. I hate those beds. They were certainly very cool, and a lot of little kids really loved sleeping in a pirate ship, but it wasn't really it was very cool comfortable. Idea. It yeah. shows you how pirates are on the way out as far as what's hot for the kids. It's moved on to superheroes and Pirates of yep. the Caribbean. Hasn't had a new film in what are they a long changing? time. Oh, to, under the sea, under the sea, which possibly means I think new live action Little Mermaid themed. It just says Disney said the new rooms will include subtle nods to fan favorite characters from Under the Sea, will accommodate more guests, and feature updated furnishings that can't be found anywhere else at the resort. So hmm. I'm just going There's to maybe various slip down trundle bed things, probably, probably maybe different. Various characters that are sea based. Yeah, that'd be good if different sections were different characters, yeah, or I, you could have, I don't know, all of your sea creatures. Yeah, but does it mention whether they're going to refurb the, the non pirate rooms? Those haven't been refurbed in a no. while and are they could use it. So no, hopefully yeah, they story, move on. This yeah. story just mentions the rooms in Trinidad South where. I bet when they're finished with that, they move on to the rest of the resort. There's, they're doing it everywhere. Yeah, so I feel like I may say this each time we record, but I have never been there. Really? Yeah. Huh. I've been well, over to the time. banana hammock and that mediocre restaurant <laughs> everybody loved, but that's it. <laughs> Much uh, like yeah, you've so never are... watched Game of Thrones, you have never hey, stayed. Yeah, I have not. I. I prefer old Caribbean beach because that hotel was the most nineties thing I had ever been to. It was all kind of neon colors and yeah. it just, it looked like a soda cup that you'd get at Seven Eleven. It was amazing. Yeah. And then they did the refurb and it, it's okay. It's nice. That's but like how old Coronado was like okay. crazy nineties looking. Yeah. yeah. But it's one of the resorts that needs it along with the boardwalk. Oof. Boardwalk Inn needs needs some updating. Yeah, Grand Floridian's what? finally getting it, and I've been starting to see some sneak peeks of the rooms there, and they're gorgeous. Finally, and I think Boardwalk is going to start seeing it. They're already starting to do in the public areas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Up, there, Up so. next, I believe they're on the schedule for refurb in 2023. Put a shop, uh, a coffee shop in there instead of the weird sundry shop. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, uh, they so need that, more at the boardwalk, I think. They need to get rid of those creepy chairs with the weird faces on them that look like my nightmares. 
You know those I'm talking about? In the <laughs> yeah, but those, the are like, those are like replicas. Those are a replica of some... Yeah, they look like the Asbury Park signs with the big yeah. garish face, but nobody wants to sit on that. I'm sorry. Tune into our next episode, and I have Cheer more talk. about nanny chairs. <laughs> After turkey talk. Well, all right, well, we can stop talking about that then. I just noticed we hadn't talked about that. So I've got a couple of things on my list here. These are a little bit, we'll just say they're not fully confirmed. Do we think these things are happening? So you might remember we talked a while back about one of the announced plans for the giant wreath imagining of Epcot that got massively pared down was a hotel inside the gates or at the entrance of the park so and when, so that hotel we heard zero about for years now and then all of a sudden all of a sudden permits have been pulled for construction at the address that was assigned to that hotel so hmm. and do we have any details on what these permits what do they look like they're for could it be a hotel nothing it's a Let's see. They are. They have been filed just for general construction, maintenance, and labor. So it's very vague. It does not have anything, any details. But that the address that it is for where the uh, the hotel is planned. Who knew that there's like addresses inside the park? I did have not to be know able that. To, yeah, you only ever see that. You always see that on building permits. They divide yeah. each thing up into an address. Oh, but with that land, if it's like a bog one day and they need it to be an address the next day, do they just make up an address for it? Yeah, uh, I think so. But they think have so. to. I think they have to file a naming structure or whatever for it too, so that the inspector needs to go where to find the thing they're going to inspect. I mean, yeah. So there's no details though there, but it would make sense. For them to be reviving that if they want to try to keep up with Universal that's with what Epic i was universe. thinking with epic universe on the horizon they need more than just some new attractions they need well they've got new higher properties. prices they do yeah. have that yeah if we're gonna and expand out hopefully into the villains land and the beyond big thunder and let's they need a new resort i know they're putting up the poly tower but that doesn't count. Something completely yeah. new. Yeah. I'll DVC just say expansion to an existing hotel doesn't count as a new hotel. Exactly. I'll just say RIP reflections a lakeside lodge. I know that, what they got all the way into making that a nice green pasture and then gave up on that. So I'm I'm not holding out hope on the Epcot Hotel yeah. until I see a ribbon cutting. Like that's, that's fair. Yeah, but at least they took care of that gator hole there. So they did a public service. And I think eventually hole, something's gonna go in that's that my spot. Favorite porn movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think something eventually will go in that spot. It's a beautiful spot on Bay Lake and maybe pick a different name, hopefully, but my fingers are still crossed for the highly immersive Wild West town. West resort that they want Yeah, where I can kill a man. (laughs) (laughs) The only place on Disney property that you can kill a man. Gorsh, you shot me. You have to pay extra for a character. So another, this is another set of, of, and this is rumors based on supposed insiders, but 
I thought it was fun to think about. And there's some details coming out about the the Harry Potter ride at oh, Epic yes. Universe. Yes. And holy crap. I hope this so, is real. I want I this to be so. the ride. Instead, yeah, so it'll probably Star- be a merry-go-round. It makes <laughs> sense for that to be what it is. But That's long been rumored. I think before they were going to open that third park that they were going to do this type of ride when that was originally magic, rumored to be yeah. over by the either Poseidon or in the other park over by Whereas the animal stunt show or whatever that thing is now. Yes. Near mid and black. Yeah. So first, the outside of the land is going to allegedly, we'll just pretend I say allegedly in front of every sentence yes. and positive <laughs> definite statement I make here, is going to be based on the French version of Diagon Alley, Place Cachet from the Fantastic Beasts series. I know that it mentions here in the article that interactive lawns will still be there and i've seen other articles saying that they're working on some upgrades to those interactive lawns that are supposed to make them more interactive cooler i don't know yeah my favorite part of this though is how you are allegedly rumored to enter (laughs) this attraction which is a toilet not a toilet, but a flu Better. a flu network of fireplaces. Yeah. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, yes. that would and be then, cool. Yeah, and that'd be easy rumor, too. You walk into a big fireplace. Yeah. And then the rumor goes on to say that when you exit, you'll exit through a fireplace, but then you'll come out of a phone box. Oh, cool. So that that sounds pretty I awesome. I like that. Uh, then the idea for the ride that has been leaked is that this is going to take place, uh, oof, that's what, after the sixth book, before the seventh book, uh, during the trial of Dolores Umbridge? Yes. Hold up, those were books? <laughs> Sorry, the movies. You have to be able to read, though. I can't read. <laughs> well, yeah, you're from Alabama, so what do you expect? That would be hurtful if I knew what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hurtful if I knew what it meant. Um, yeah, <laughs> Be present at the trial of Dolores Umbridge and Death Eaters come to break her out and you battle through the Ministry of Magic. Allegedly. Chaos ensues. Of course it does. Yes. It's a theme park ride. And there um, was talk of the most complex animatronics ever for these yes. things. Yeah. And I suspect there will also be some screens. Probably. <laughs> they say at this point they've landed on probably using basically the vehicles from Spider-Man. For, for they don't plan on using 3D, but on having screen effects and projection effects. Those crazy new animatronics you are mentioned have a code name. Did you see that? They're called Megabots. <laughs> I, for one, <laughs> welcome oh, our yes. overlords. <laughs> yeah. They're rumored to feature not only fluid human-like motion, but fully projection-mapped animated faces. Which sounds exactly like every animatronic they're using over at Disney it, now. It sure does. <laughs> I have yeah. a problem with the projection mapping. If they, maybe if they figured out how to make it not look like their face is glowing, yeah. like everything mm-hmm. else isn't though. Like that's the problem. Mm. I love the yeah. fluidness and I like how it fits with the sculpture of the face and everything, but they're always glowing brighter than yeah. anything else. So, yeah. Yeah. If they could use like a, Maybe a more opaque face that they shined it into so it wouldn't emit as much light. Yeah, something, something that absorbs like that. the light more, yeah. Good thought. 
Or instead of inside projection, if they use outside projection mapping, it wouldn't glow. You could, yeah, you could at least light the whole thing too. That would make more sense. Yeah. You and I should be we imagineers. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing here. <laughs> uh, one cool, cool thing about the ride is the fact that it's brand new Harry Potter content instead of taking place during mm-hmm. a book or a movie that we've already seen. Yep, it's something that we've not been introduced to before. So and what was the rumored title? I liked it. I forget the battle for the ministry. Oh, the battle for the ministry of magic. I believe. Let's see. I'm surprised it's not Fantastic Beasts theme. Yes, the working title is The Battle for the Ministry of Magic. I think it was probably going to be till those movies bombed so hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you're right. I think that's why they gave the nod to it with making the land. Yeah, they'll squeeze yeah, they it already in there. Had yeah. some, they already had some CAD drawings done. Anyway. Yeah. There is, they do say in the, in the rundown of the storyline, one of the, like, the finale scene you end up running from a creature from Fantastic Beast, some big beast. I've never seen the movies. It's an erumpet, some giant ah, yes. rhino type creature. Yep. You end up having to run away. I have from seen the movies, and I really liked the first one. The most recent one was so convoluted. It was. I a loved little... the second one. I thought the first yeah. one was okay. Second one was great and I, very yes. Nazi-ish. Yes, but this third one. <laughs> The plot was so convoluted, it was difficult to follow. And if you lost attention for even a moment, you'd look this back and go, what JK is happening? should not have been writing her scripts. <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. She should have farmed, farmed that out like George Lucas did for yes. the better Star Wars movies. Jeff, would you like to take a moment to clarify that you're not saying you liked the movie because you liked the Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> no, I loved the way the bad guys were turning into all the bad witches and stuff where the enemy was very Nazi-ish. Un- not unlike the bad guys from Star Wars, which everyone right. loves, Yes, you guys. It's a very classic statement. villain. Yeah. <laughs> Original statement was, I liked that movie. It was very Nazi-ish. You did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Most I movies aren't Nazi meant. enough for me. That movie had just the right amount of Nazism. Yeah. He meant that the villains yeah. were very fascist. Yeah, I know. I loved how they started like, turning them in. But like at the end when Johnny Depp was doing his speech, it was very Hitlerific, yes. which I love. <laughs> Wait, am I helping? My so you're on record as loving Johnny Depp and Hitler speeches. This has taken a turn. <laughs> you I have just your the term Hitlerific. Would you like to tell us how you're a member of the Kanye West fan club now? Is that? Like- oh no! Yeah. Oh boy! Oh. I'm going to save Jeff here, and we've got a story that. Some cruisers may say that this is also some fascistic and Hitlerific. Hitlerific behavior on the part of Carnival Cruise Line. Uh, yeah, they announced uh, recently that they will. In- they've introduced a fine for rowdy behavior on board. Yeah, <laughs> on Carnival. Yeah, oh my god, they're gonna rake it in. Dollar fine. And did y'all see what really finally instigated this fine? It, there's some video of a crazy fight that happened in a pool on the carnival sunrise and it ended up involving about 30 people oh jesus yeah it was not good <laughs> that's like a magic kingdom brawl yes. right there in yeah, the pool that's like a chucky e. cheese brawl yeah kind of 
spilled out into one of the bars and it was pretty bad. Oh, they got I out of the what pool. They should do is just do like Disney with the dining plan. Just go ahead and charge everybody that $500 and then you can just be as rowdy as you want. <laughs> it's just like Mad Max Beyond Thunder. Top of the $500 fee, you are also going to be responsible for any facilities that you damage. So they had to institute this. Why wasn't this already the say, don't do that again. That was one that there was a giant fight on the carnival elation in July. And then there was another huge brawl that started in a nightclub uh, on the carnival magic in June. Well, it's it seems to be that's what you get when a cruise costs forty dollars a person. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't they also just put in place a curfew for minors? Uh huh. Yeah, I think that has something to do with this as well. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. They need to go to bed early because they have to wake up so early and go down in the mines. (laughs) (laughs) Dad joke of the week brought to you by Heat of the World Travel. If I can pay $500 for unlimited fighting on a cruise ship, count me in. I don't think that was the point of oh, the first, Sufi. The first rule of Carnival Fight Club is you don't talk about Carnival <laughs> Fight Club. <laughs> but let's think about this. That $500 fee yeah. could be about what you paid for the entire cruise on some of these ships. So, three times what you pay for some yeah, of the cruises. Yeah, so hopefully it will do what they intend and keep people from brawling in the pool. <laughs> We'll see. We shall see. I, I like a good pool brawl. <laughs> I do like the idea, Jeff, of you, you just suck it up and you pay for it. <laughs> you just come in there ready to rock and roll. Fight club. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade on your cabin. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing we know, clients are going to be demanding that their, uh, their travel agent gives yeah. them the brawl the package. Brawl package. Yeah, the brawl <laughs> package. I want onboard credit and the brawl yeah. package. And now it's the unlimited booze and the unlimited <laughs> and fighting. Fighting. Disappointed it didn't come with a mouth guard. Yeah. Full of liquor. I still don't have a transition, but it's spooky season. Spooky time. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the best ghost tours in the United States. I want to go right to the one that kind of freaked me out. And apparently there's a famous haunted doll. In Florida? Oh, yeah. We've talked about Robert the Hunted Doll. Okay. Before, I find creepy dolls unappealing, creepy. but creepy. Yeah. Yeah. This is There's in history Key there. West, Robert the Haunted Doll. Yeah. Huh. Robert. What, a, what an unassuming oh, name. Oh, that is. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember exactly what it is, but I'm Robert pretty sure the there's Slim certain, Reaper. There's, there's certain <laughs> etiquette with Robert. Like you have to speak to him the right way or you have to ask his permission. He uh, looks real talk to creepy. Doll any damn way I want to. <laughs> and then, Not Robert. they keep Bobby. him <laughs> locked up during the visit? Because what? he's <laughs> so haunted. Yeah, it's Key West Ghost Adventures is the tour you want to take to get a chance to visit for 25 minutes with Robert the Haunted Doll. And he will be kept in under lock and key so they're, it's not to harm you. They're too damn drunk uh, in Key West. They need wait. to calm it down. They should have named yeah. him Chucky. Yeah, this is apparently a serious ghost tour. You get some equipment like thermal imagery. And electromagnetic field detectors. Yeah. People who have failed to respect Robert the doll in the past 
have suffered car accidents, broken bones, job loss, divorce, and a cornucopia of other misfortunes. Wow, that's unfortunate. Yeah, also, uh, he is one of the biggest... Robert the Haunted Doll in Robert his little sailor. Yes. <laughs> we didn't mention, he's this doll of a small boy. Sailor in a suit. Sailor suit holding oh, a yeah. stuffed puppy. It's like Duffy. Yeah. yeah. And he is one of the main inspirations for uh, Chucky, uh, Child's Play. Oh, interesting. Not the design of the doll. Obviously, Chucky was a My Buddy doll. His little stuffed chihuahua is pretty creepy looking, too. Yeah, that guy looks like the Taco Bell dog, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. You get out, Taco Bell. He's scary. Oh, peace. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Some other good. Boston. The, the ghost tours in Boston is always a, a, a Halloween staple. They have some good stuff from the witches that were burned and hung and drowned and everything else they did to witches. There's a lot of creepy cemeteries in and around Boston. So if yeah, you're, and out to Salem Way. There's yes. something about just because they're so freaking old. I we're think there that's this past what it summer. is, yeah. I want Most modern ghost tours. How come there's no modern ones? I want the tour of the lady who died from over-jazzercising in the 80s. Or, yeah, There's just never anything past, like, wearing frocks and Yeah, I don't know. Old ghosts. stuff is creepy. Yeah. yeah, that's it. And also, old people believed in that hoopla. Yes. Yeah. I saw some comedian said that like, in the future, are we going to have, and then the ghost stories were that Britney Spears from under my bed were like, it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's haunting us as is. It's, I don't, she, she doesn't right. have to die for that. New Orleans, vampires and voodoo. That's always a solid place for some New Orleans good, is, creepy ghost tours. There's a lot tours. of creepiness there. Yeah. A lot of voodoo and a lot of, yeah, just got all the, Caribbean influence and slaves and lots of murder and death and yes. just everything unsavory. One of their main attractions is a gigantic cemetery. Yes. And watching funeral processions. They're so hey, cool. Hey, y'all, let's go down to New Orleans and watch a funeral. <laughs> they're very lively, though. They're very yeah. entertaining. Well, yeah. So it's <laughs> far more lively than the people they're celebrating. What's... Look, I've seen Live and Let Die just like <laughs> the rest of us. Hey, what's scary to me about New Orleans is apparently they have a very active, still to this day, vampire community. You're talking about the folks who will go out and file their incisors down to vampire teeth. That's frightening. LARPers are terrifying. Yeah, this is true. On San Francisco, you can take, there's a ghost tour that is, uh, takes you through Chinatown. Oh. Sharing supernatural stories from there. That one sounds pretty good. It'd be good. Bar Harbor, Maine, I guess, is one of the top 10 ghost tours in the United States. I really didn't think of Maine as being creepy, but. Again, it's one of the oldest places in the U.S., so they've got old, just old, creepy things. <laughs> old yeah. things where they're old enough, so many more people have died and many more troubled souls. Yeah. Harper's Ferry, West Virginia, has a, a big Civil War tour. We've talked about in past mm -hmm. Halloween episodes that there's something particularly spooky about a Civil War ghost. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. I like the Civil War ghost. Civil War ghost. <laughs> Every good zombie movie. 
as a Civil War zombie, too. They just look cool in their uniform. Yeah. <laughs> what about Wild yeah. Wild West ghosts? Something out in Nevada or in a creepy abandoned mine. They have whole towns called ghost towns. That is true. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Have you ever been in one of those? No, but I want are, to. They yeah, look very cool. cool. Yeah, there's... I never went to it but i would love to around where i grew up there's a there's a national park and to create the national park part of what they had to do is they had to re reclaim a, a super fund like those incredibly polluted sites uh. and so in the middle of the national park there's a ghost town from that's i guess it's a more modern ghost town but there you go jess they call it hell a town. modern ghost creepy. town that's a super fun site what, like a hmm. haunted mall or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Haunted Spencer's gifts with a ghost holding rubber dog. <laughs> Great big corn on the cob vibrator floating around the back of the store. <laughs> Check out our booby mugs. Woo. We have some creepy places in the United States. We're not as old as Europe. We don't have caverns full of bones and major cities, but there's some cool places to go. You don't have a cavern stuff. full of bones? I do. I don't, but <laughs> well, we all did. Jess does. Oops. Allegedly. You've got, you, you've got to make your own. Right. That's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's all you have to do. <laughs> if there's one thing I've learned in the last three months, <laughs> it is what? <laughs> that I don't have a segue out of this <laughs> I think we've all learned that. Oh, that means I'm going to just say thanks for hanging out with us again this week. Don't you go dying on us. <laughs> You're excited to wake up inside Epcot. Explore anywhere else around the world. Key to the World Travel has the Wizarding World's flu network full of expert tra- full of expert travel planners. Gin and tonic is starting to catch up. <laughs> full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all of the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. Can't wait to hang out with you again later this week, and we'll see you real soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, y'all. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more.
we'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.